Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ties That Bind, a podcast where we talk about real family matters in your marriage, family life, or separation and divorce. We're glad you're here with us. My name is Steve Robin, and I'm joined today by my friends and colleagues, Jamie Sabatini, Liz Devine-Yusen, and Dr. Mark Lund. Hi, Steve. Do you ever find that your expectations don't meet your reality? Do you want a particular relationship or set of events to go a certain way and you're let down when they don't? What would it feel like if you experienced it differently? So I'd like to take a moment as we start and just look at Greek mythology for a minute. There's the story of Orpheus and Eurydice. And Orpheus was the son of Apollo and he learned how to play music incredibly beautifully and he married this this absolutely beautiful woman Eurydice unfortunately she died and making a very long story short he actually went down to Hades to win her uh, release back from the land of the dead to the land of the living and his music was so beautiful that the god of Hades actually allowed him to bring Eurydice back to the land of the living. What happened was that he was given this ability with one caveat, that he could not, she could not look back. They needed to go forward. And as they were making the journey, there are several variations of the story, but for one reason or another, Eurydice was behind and Orpheus looked back, and at that moment, Eurydice was drawn back immediately, forever, into the land of the dead. So what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is that we don't want to look back. A lot of things that we create expectations around are actually related to our past experiences. And we set ourselves up for disappointment, for stress, or even worse, for failure, because we are looking back and we're basing the future upon what happened in the past. Right, and, and what you're saying is that this means that we, you know, it, the, the way to go is to become journey-oriented and not results-oriented. And um, ultimately, when you become journey-oriented instead of results-oriented, any ending becomes okay, and it becomes something you can live with. Exactly. We are all on a journey. Uh, the destination, we actually don't want to think about what is the destination. We all wind up, we are creatures that are born so that we can die. We don't want to think about our final destination. We want to enjoy the journey. We want to enjoy the people that we're with. We want to enjoy our life. Well, so many people focus on the outcome rather than the path. And that's where the disappointment comes in. When you're so focused on the outcome, you're missing all the things that are happening on the path. So what we're really trying to say here is, is what if expectations are merely an illusion? You know, they're a way to keep us excited and engaged, but the way to gain control is really to give up control. Right. And, you know, my feeling is that if, you know, if our journey really resonates with our heart and we feel good about what we're, that we're really representing ourselves on that journey because it really reflects who we are and if our intentions are true... Well, that's a great thing. You know, the results really are not our business. We can leave the outcome to the gods. 
So and we can be okay, really, with whatever the result is because we've already won. So, Steve, are you saying just get out of the way? I'm saying pretty much we've got to get out of our own way because we're always in our own way. And sometimes there's an order to things that are a little bit differently than the way we like. And if we just let things happen the way they need to happen, we may not be thrilled immediately. But when we look back on it, we'll say, ah, that's the way it needed to happen. That's really the best way for us. Me. I think one of the struggles uh, we see with uh, with clients all the time is again getting in getting stuck in their heads and when, as Mark loves to say when you're in your head you're dead and uh, but unfortunately for most people 84 85 percent of our thoughts are negative so it is hard this does this takes practice to get out of your head and to start going into your heart and start trying to trust the journey but as coaches we that is what we do we try to we work with people to get rid of their blocks and the blocks start with what's in your head so how do we go about helping people to realize that it is about the journey and not about the outcome hmm. that's a really good point and i like what you said about the past and the fears mm -hmm. that come from the past and we as humans are programmed to look for what is going wrong because we want to create safety for ourselves so naturally our brain is going to look for those things that are creating fear for us that come from the past. I mean, when we're born, there's no fear. There, it just is, right? And as time evolves, things happen, so whether it's consciously or subconsciously, that start creating experience for experiences for us that attach to a fear that we have to save ourselves or get away from something, that very natural fight, flight or fight, you know, animalistic instinct. And that could be... Um, confusing, right? Because it's a very natural instinct for us. So when we have a situation that is very micro, our brain automatically becomes very macro, right? Like I have to do something about this, right? I have to, I have to intervene. This is not the way it should be going. Mm -hmm. This is not the vision that I had. This is not the way I, uh, my mom told me it would go or my dad or my grandpa or whoever told me it would go. Yeah. And I think we were taught early on that you know, we needed to, to achieve things. If you achieve things, you got love. You got to finish college, you have to fit first high school, then college, you had to get a job. And I think even now with, uh, with social media, there are so many pressures. You know, we're, we're pressured to present images uh, that give us status and standing amongst our friends, amongst our family. And, you know, what we're telling you here is that we need to try to put that aside and let things just run the way they need to run and not be so concerned with an immediate result because if we be who we are and we're true on our journey that the results will come but they may not come in the order that we expect and that's okay in the macrocosm of life sort of an ethereal concept but it's so important to be able to surrender to be able to step back a lot of people look on, as you said, the microcosm, Jamie, and well, I expected my, my spouse, my significant other, my partner to do this. I expected my children to do this. And we have these expectations on a day-to-day -day basis, not even in the bigger aspect. So I wonder how we could help our listeners to be able to start to execute in looking at each of those day-by-day -day things particularly because a lot of our expectations that we have 
of our spouse, of our partners, of our significant other, our children, we would never hold ourselves to those same expectations. So we create hurdles for others that we don't actually place on ourselves. So then what you're really saying, I think, is to have an awareness around uh, our expectations. Why do we have this expectation? And why do you know why are we putting this on other people why are we putting things on ourselves to create that awareness to turn inward and that's a lot of what coaching is about you said something earlier jamie and it just reminded me so much about things that we should do what's one of the things that we all learned when we were training to be coaches it was don't should all over everything (laughs) (laughs) and think about what that does and and people tend to do it i mean i was telling the story the other day how I have two boys and when I was pregnant with my daughter, I couldn't wait to have a girl. Everything was pink, her whole room was pink, bows and dresses and everything. And and then there's my little girl hating everything pink, ripping her bows out, not wanting to wear dresses. And I had to, I had put an expectation on this little thing that wasn't even born yet about how what it was gonna be like and she was completely different. And that's okay. She's awesome the way she is. And I and I and it goes back to what you said, Steve. We we can't control the outcome. We, so why put all these expectations on it? Yeah, and it's tough to get to the point, like you said earlier, Liz, about gaining control by giving up control. It's, it's tough to get to the point where you're okay with any result, but if you can just kind of relax, and you know, we've all been under so much pressure our whole lives, if we can just kind of reverse the training we had when we were younger and understand that, well, okay, well, what's the worst that can happen? Can I deal with that? Yeah, I can deal with that, and, and, and let's see what comes from that, because I'm okay with whatever comes with that. And again, that's not a, an easy place to get to, but after we've done so much suffering, maybe that's the place that we need to lean towards. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that, Steve. And uh, Mark, to address what you had asked or put out there regarding how can we start to help you know, people that are listening with this, because this, this is a big deal. Like This could be a big, big uh, focus of the week, focus of the month, focus... <laughs> of your life, right? With uh, constant awareness. Uh, A couple of of tips and things that I've found to be helpful is, first of all, it all starts with awareness, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm realizing, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, what am I feeling? I'm feeling disappointed. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling something other than happy, right? Like, something's coming up for me. Ding, 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 right? Something's, expectations not being met potentially for me. Okay. What, where is that coming from? That's the why. Like, where is it coming from? Is it coming from a past fear? Is it coming? Oh, it is always coming from a past yeah, fear. Something right. that someone cast upon us, something that we're seeing out, we're, we're seeing someone else experience that we feel we should. But that should is always coming from some guilt or some shame, some expectation that we feel we should be living up to. And then the question becomes, okay, so why is that important to me? Right? How does that affect me, my family, what's important to me, my values in the present moment? And I think that's really revealing right there. And it starts starts you on the path of owning your own space and not living someone else's space that you have now carried forward into your present and now casting out into your family and your relationships and your business encounters. So with that, at that moment, when you start reflecting, okay, well, why is this important to me? The revelation of your own values are coming forward. And then the assessment of, well, how, how well or not well am I living those values and what's getting in the way? So that, that um, self-analysis, if, if, should you call it that, kind of allows us to see where, where we've come from, where we've arrived, and where we are presently. 
that's more of an evolution of, of how I like to approach how I've arrived at that place. More of an in the moment um, approach would be, you know, to, okay, so I'm in this situation, you know, things are going haywire, haywire, I'm really stressed out. Let's take a look, let's get in the helicopter. Let's fly up 10,000 feet and let's see what it looks like from that perspective down. Give it a try. It'll, trust me, it looks a lot different. Secondly, decide, you know, what is it that I want my hindsight story to be, right? When this is all, when the 10 minutes of panic have passed or the six months of, of struggle have passed, what do I want it to look like? What are the things I want to remember from this? How do I want to feel? Also, to focus on what's going well. I guarantee you, even in the worst of times, there are things that are going well. And those are the, those are the things to hang on to that are going to help you push through and pull through. And by the way, gratitude is so important, no matter what. We can always find, even in the worst state, you can find something to be grateful for, and it shifts. It shifts our heart, and it also helps to shift our mind, but it shifts our heart. So uh, uh, please, please go on. But yeah, I just wanted to echo that. Yeah. It's so huge. We right. can do a show on gratitude. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And just, I was just going to say, last but not le least, the thing that we all have available when we just think we don't have anything left to give or to get and we're just feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't do it anymore. We have our own breath, right? It just is so natural. But I'm talking about being very intentional about it. Even if you have to set your timer for three times a day that you exercise that breath, that deep breath, three, four times a day, and then you start doing it in the moment, it literally, and, and Mark, you can help me along with this conversation. I mean, it literally releases those calming uh, chemicals in your body that will help shift you and help you be able to refocus and get a grip on, okay, what is what is it that I'm expecting here that's not being met and, and where do I want to go with this, right? Where do I want to go next? Yeah, and I think um, maybe we're saying that we need to relax and surrender a little bit and realize that life is not a competition. It's really an acceptance of ourselves and it's an acceptance of other others and um, it's about being as patient with ourselves as we are with a friend or somebody in our family and giving ourselves the ability to just do our best and be okay with however it comes up because there's always a correction or there's an adjustment or there's something that we can accept and you know again r things don't happen in the you know this is not a competition things don't always need to happen in a particular order you know uh, uh, we can just let go. What I'm hearing you say, in a sense, is to approach it with love. Ah, because yes. when you love, basically you can take those. I, I love what is happening. I didn't expect it to go this way, but I'm able to see that and I can embrace it because of who's involved, what's going on. Just understanding that when you love someone, because expectations are typically not just of circumstances, but are really of the person involved with it, whether it's you alone or someone else that you're looking at. If we love each other and we embrace those changes, uh, then we're in a position that we can actually uh, be able to step back, be able to accept things we otherwise might not want to do. Well, and another thing too is that when you love somebody, it's also important to hold a mirror up for them. If you're seeing them stress out, and a lot of people are obviously under stress right now. Uh, we're, we're still in a pandemic. And there are a lot of people who are having a lot of anxiety about it, a lot of depression about it. 
So talking about that approach of love, if you see uh, a member of your family, whether it's your partner, whether it's your child, um, uh, coming, seeming very stressed, approach them with love and let them know what you're seeing. Hey, you're not showing up at your best right now. What's going on? And sort of holding up that mirror, letting them see something that maybe they're not so that they can start to do exactly what you said, Jamie, which is start to calm down and and fly 10,000 feet up in that helicopter. And I don't think helicopters even go that high. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they do in this conversation. <laughs> they do now. Um, <laughs> um, but get that view to realize that it's not as bad as it seems. And sometimes you just need another set of eyes or another person to tell you. So what if there was an opportunity to reframe this whole idea of an expectation as more of, a, of an opportunity to gauge progress. That is so, so beautiful. And <clears throat> if we are looking to reframe, it's not only reframing how we view what's going on, but through the process that we were just walking them through of becoming aware and then reframing so that we look at it in a position of love instead of as a position of conflict or, or uh, uh, turmoil and then to accept it yeah and i think love is big mark what you said about love is great because love is an acceptance it's a kindness it's a it's a it's there's patience there's um peace and you know again back to what we were originally saying with love everything ultimately is okay it is and, and the way sometimes we get there is as jamie said it's reframing it's that slight little shift uh the moving Sometimes when a problem is so big and you see the mountain, the best thing to do is to step back a little bit and the mountain looks like a, a hill. And that's really, really important. Sometimes it's just taking that breath uh, and, and settling back for a second. So you all know I'm a realist, right? And I, 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 liked, I like to think about the real life scenarios. And for some, this is easy. For some, this is hard. Some situations, this is easy. Some situations, this is hard, especially when you have really like strong expectations that are your heart is set on it. Like this is just something like you have just been waiting for and looking forward to, or you know, it's a generational thing that's going to be passed down. Like how could I, how could I have this end? You know, all every every kid in my in my family has gone to you know, an Ivy League school, or every marriage has lasted. How could mine fall apart, right? And that expectation is so strong, and you almost feel like your identity is, is attached to it, that this could be really hard. And, you know, you could go one of two ways. Either you could go down fighting, right? Or you can go down the path of, you know, what we're talking about here. The, the thing I want to pull forward is, is that there's there is a way of working through this and there is a way to potentially um, use this as your teacher, as your next step, right? And to find maybe the empathy or the opportunity to explore or to innovate something or to navigate differently or to activate something. And particularly in the area of families and children, like it could get really difficult when you're in that, that, that microed situation where the fight is happening and the teenagers and the this and the that. Um, and to, to let go of that expectation and just basically like you, like we had said, Steve, get out of the way, right? And yeah. step back. 
So, you know, is it, a, you know, you mentioned uh, the heart, and maybe it's, you know, maybe this is, you know, expectations are an illusion, and maybe this is an opportunity to retrain our heart. Yeah, that that's really huge. And, Jamie, what you are just saying is, is so important. It can really be very uncomfortable. It can be scary to detach yourself from an outcome, particularly when you first are starting it, especially when you have your heart set on something. Life shows us that the greater rewards and the more fitting outcomes really come from energy invested in the input rather than focus on the output, mm -hmm. on the outcome. Mm -hmm. So what we've offered everyone today is really our approach. And our approach is a navigation tool. It's an awareness. Become aware of yourself and others. Approach love within yourself and for those around you because love leads you to an acceptance and when you love your life when you love the people in your life when you love the circumstance when you love even during those challenging times you have an ability to accept and to step back and therefore to truly manage your expectations absolutely your life is important we're bringing you topics that matter because you matter so please email us at tiesthatbindpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or thoughts about the current episode, as well as suggestions for topics that you would like us to explore. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.